Welcome to The Jig Is Up. Uh, I wanted to welcome everybody to the show today, and we're going to kick off uh, the first of our two-part series on education and Indigenous, uh, what people are learning about Indigenous people and Métis people in the education system in Canada. And today, I wanted to start off uh, talking about the, you know, elementary school and that kind of education. So I have with me a very special guest, my daughter, Samantha. Hi, my name's Samantha, and I'm Slavey Denning on my mom's side and Acadian Métis on my dad's side. Métis pride! (laughs) Right on. (laughs) So we're going to talk today a bit about what she's learning in school um, and what she has learned, uh, how much time is being spent on Indigenous education, and hopefully uh, it'll be a good segue into when we talk, when Jason and I talk next Tuesday... Uh, about university and some of the feedback we got from students. I was hoping to have a student panel next week, but uh, couldn't find anybody. So it's just going to be me and Jason. But we're going to talk about the issues that were, were sent to us. And there was quite a few, but uh, very a lot of common ones. So today we're going to start with elementary schools. So welcome to the show. And <laughs> let's kick right off and talk about what are you, I guess, what are you learning right now in your grade, which is grade five. What are you? What have you learned already, or what? What are you planning to learn? Do you think about Indigenous people, about Métis people? Uh, is there a plan? Did the teacher tell you? Yeah. Um. So the teacher didn't tell me, like, because every year we kind of just go with the year, and so she brings up new projects when it's time to bring up new projects, and so we are going to go to the Glembo. Um, in a couple of days here, I think, or a couple of weeks, <clears throat> and we're going to mo- learn about the first trade. Okay, and for those who don't know, the Glenbow Museum is here in Calgary, and it's actually got a whole Indigenous section, um, and it is uh, free to all Métis and, Indi- and First Nations people, Yep. status <clears throat> or no status, um, and they don't care what kind of Métis card you got. So. No. So it's actually a pretty good deal. Yeah. Well, that's good. Um, you took some stuff um, last year. You spent some time learning about Indigenous people. Oh. And <laughs> that's a good sign. <laughs> what did they teach you last year, I guess, about Indigenous people? What did you learn? So um, last year we learned about the whiskey trade um, and how they made it illegal all because Indigenous were the problem and that um, we actually went to Fort McLeod or whatever. Yeah, um, and they had an indigenous person playing a whiskey trader, and he got in jail and stuff like that, and just, like, really demonizing kind of indigenous people. So they played, they played it off like the, the whiskey trade was the fault of... First Nations people? Yeah, like they had to make it illegal because of the First Nation. That's, yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, and, and I thought and that was interesting when you went to Fort McLeod, they used an indigenous man. Was he visibly indigenous? Like you could Yeah, tell. like visibly indigenous. And they used him as the the whiskey trader. So yeah. a nice little visual for all the other students. Yeah, like perfect little visual there. Um and we did talk about some other indigenous things, but it was mainly focused on the whiskey trade. And so my teacher this year, she um, she was like, she was talking about something, and everyone was kind of looking around, like cluelessly, like what, what the heck is this? Like, what? 
And I'm like, of course I already knew this. I'm like, well, duh. Um, and uh, she's like, did you guys learn this in grade four? And we were like, no. And she was like, what did you tri- learn? And um, a lot of the students said whiskey trade. And she was like, horrified by it and she was like don't you ever say anything about the whiskey trade ever in this classroom ever again so well which is good i'm glad to hear that yeah i'm um, really glad to hear that but when when they were talking about the whiskey trade last year mm-hmm. like what what were some do you remember any specifics like what did they tell you that in uh first nations people's role was in the whiskey trade were th- they were the whiskey trader well um white people um, traded whiskey with them for, like, furs and stuff and, like, other things, supplies, tools, and they started to drink and stuff, and then kind of saying that they were early drinkers, mm-hmm. and just kind of things like that that were all wrong, because, yeah. So when you, when you look at your classmates and you look at what they said this year, yeah. Well, when asked, what did you guys learn last year? It was resounding the whiskey trade. Do you think, um, I, I, this is a pretty heavy question, but do you think that by learning about the whiskey trade the way you guys did, do you think your classmates will, in five, ten years from now, be more susceptible to believe the myth that all natives are drunk people and, and the stereotypes about indigenous people being drunks? Do you think they'll be more willing to accept that as a truth because of what they learned in grade four? Well, I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to teach all my classmates that this is not true. This is the result of poverty and racism and sexism. And this is not the indigenous indigenous people's fault. And because... Because they live in poverty, because everyone lives in, well, indigenous people live in poverty because they can't get a job because of racism. They live, because they can't get a job, they live in poverty. And the only, the way they deal with that and handle that is with um, alcoholism and um, drugs and stuff. So it's just a way of coping. And I don't. Like, I don't, it's not their fault, mm-hmm. and we're not drunk natives. Do you think your classmates believe you? I don't know. Um, it's hard to say, because it's kind of hard because it's a Christian school, mm-hmm. or Lutheran. Um, but yeah, it's kind of hard. Okay. Um, now, so this year, uh, your teacher doesn't want to talk about the whiskey trade, which is good, mm-hmm. but yeah. does, did she kind of, has she indicated to you guys at all what she is going to teach or what you're going to cover? Because I know you did a project about early explorers, was it, or something? Yeah, like, um, explorers who kind of founded Canada and okay. stuff like that. And who did you get to do? I did Henry Kelsey, which he was the first white man to explore the West like the interior plains. Yeah, I think he was the first European to actually yeah. set eyes on a buffalo. Yeah, like so. And okay. Grizzly bears, I think. Uh, but that was just like you just had to do a little presentation, like a little a little bio book. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
so you haven't learned really anything specific so far this year about about First Nations, about Métis. Well, like, we did learn a little bit. Like, each year we kind of learn just a tiny little snippet of residential schools. But they tell us the same thing every year. Like, how you can't... They took children away. They weren't allowed to speak their language or um, do any practice their culture. And if they did, they got beaten. Voila, there you go to sum up of res- residential schools. There we go, let's move on. Kind of well, thing. but they actually brought that up. That, that's yeah, actually that's... more impressive than I was <laughs> expecting. Yeah, um, but we haven't, like, we haven't learned anything about Métis. We only focus on indigenous, like, um, First Nations. We never focus on Métis. I haven't heard Métis, Mé- the word Métis, unless I say it in my school ever once. Well, and that's interesting because I did have a teacher from your school approach me about coming and doing a talk about Métis, but I think that was for grade sevens or eights. Mm. Because um, I think they do like one or two lessons, one or two days about Métis, and then they move. That's it. So, oh wow! Um, so I'm not surprised by that. Had, so you haven't heard anything about like none of your classmates have heard anything about Louis Riel. Not really, no. About the fur like, trade. The only route, like, we've just just started learning about the fur trade. Um, well, we're going to. And um, the only mention of Louis Riel is when I took out a book of, of like, about Louis Riel from my library. But you did that, right? That wasn't your Yeah, class. I did that. And my teacher said, ooh, an interesting... Interesting, a book about Luriel, and that, and then we kind of moved on, like, okay, yeah. So it wasn't really, yeah. Well, I'll be curious to see what uh, how your teachers respond when they start teaching Luriel. If it's uh, they use the traitor and the rebellion terms, which yeah, I'm sure they will. But probably, we shall see. Uh, so, is there anything uh, moving further? I guess uh, east from there. With the fur trade and everything, obviously, get you said you're just learning about that. Yeah. What? Um, before we move on quickly here, um, we o- we did learn about Cadians and how they formed their own like colonization and they were like their own country at one point. Wow. And, like they okay. were, they were like, yeah. That was actually my question was going to yeah. be: Have you learned anything about Acadia? Uh, what about like obviously you haven't learned about voyagers or anything because you haven't done the fur trade yet? So be interesting mm-hmm. to see what they have to well, say. Well, we that. have like because we were doing the bio books of the early explorers. It was like, um, you would hear like snippets of fur trade mm-hmm. here and there, kind of thrown around. So yeah. yeah, at least in my book about my person. Yes. Yeah. Now, I remember back, I think it was like grade two or three. The It might have been earlier. I can't remember. But the teacher was talking about art and indigenous art. Oh, yeah. And I remember they were showing one style of art and just kind of pan-indigenizing and saying, this is indigenous art. And do you remember what you had you did there? Well, um, she kind of made us do, I guess, like two types of art of indigenous art one was the wampum belt for inquiry week and we made like wampum belts out of like beads like Mm -hmm. plastic little colored beads and um yeah we 
we did that, um, and we watched a video of, like, the teachings, kind of, of wampum belts, and then we did, it looked like indigenous art, art, because, um, it looked like Inuits, like, Inuit people, um, mm -hmm. watching the Northern Lights. Okay. Kind of with, like, a dog and some birds, but, yep. yeah, and we had to do a recreation of that, kind of. Yeah, well, I was I was thinking um, more, and I, I want to. Yeah, I was thinking more. There was a time where your teacher had actually shown you guys a bunch of art, and you had to stand up and say, "Well, that's actually Haida Gwaii art. It's not all indigenous that make that art." And you had to explain that, um, you know, there's different art for Cree people, different art for Métis, oh, yeah. different art I for. Think, I think I remember. Yeah, that was a while ago, but yeah, I, I just that one always stands yeah. out for me because your teacher was shocked that you had any idea about art. Yeah, because it's like Haida Gwaii have a different style than everybody else. Yeah, like and, um, yeah. everyone has their own style of art, and it's unique to that culture. And it's like you don't—that's not all Indigenous art. Like, well, I think that's what a lot of people, a lot of non-Indigenous do, is they see. West Coast art. Yeah, or like... And they just, they just assume... And they just... Yeah. That they, that's for everybody. So it's that pan-indigenizing. Um, yeah. Um, you did do a project, was it last year, where you had to talk about the Plains Indians, and you had to do like a map, didn't you? Um, oh, yeah. So um, <laughs> that was in grade two, and we had to do, I think... I think what you're talking about is we had to do a presentation kind of of a territory or a province and I was put on Northwest Territories and I mm. explained kind of like indigenous culture there and stuff like that because it's all about what they do there and kind of just showing mm. the culture there but so i don't know it, it kind of sounds like you do a fair like i wouldn't say a lot but you do a, a little bit of indigenous culture throughout the years like only if you're you go out of your way to put it there kind yeah of. but it doesn't sound like it's very in depth in any way shape or form no like, you no, don't not. so have they okay we're in blackfoot territory so have you learned anything in school about blackfoot people well, we kind of, they kind of pan indigenize everything and just be like, so, blah 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 blah, and they don't men mention like Cree or Blackfoot or anything. Okay, so but you haven't you, specifically yeah. learned anything about no, but um, Blackfoot, or even the, have last... you learned anything about the signing of the treaty? No, not at all. Um, but so last year, um, one of my classmates, she asked me. Do I wear that paint stuff? Do I, like, put that paint stuff on my... And wear paint stuff and, like... Um, on her face? Yeah, like, on my face and stuff. And I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> For, first of all, that's, like, ceremony. And second of all, I'm not from that culture. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, it was just kind of mind-boggling that that would even come up as a question but i know since a lot of people are indigenous indigenous and don't know a lot that is it like they just have to ask questions like 
like, do you do that? And yeah. it's good that they do ask questions like that, but it's just sometimes they can be really racist or something. Yeah. Well, and I, I kind of would expect it from the students. Um, teachers, not so much, but yeah, students. But, yeah. Um, so have you had any indigenous person actually come to your school and do presentations um, at any point in time in your school? Um, in, so in grade two, we had an elder come, and he came, and uh, he kind of just spoke about Blackfoot culture, because he's Blackfoot. Yeah. And um, the other class had given, had made a gift of tobacco, I think, for this elder, or whatever, I can't remember what. Um, and then Mom made me pack my own special gift, like, tobacco pouch for him and give it to him. Okay. Well, that's good. But that was one year, right? Out of, yeah, that was so like one year. Five years plus kindergarten and preschool. So seven years of school. Mm-hmm. And you've had one half an hour session. Yeah, with essentially, an yeah. That's fantastic. Um, I th- Well, I... Is there anything else that you have observed in your school? Um, have you noticed any of the students with negative attitudes towards Indigenous? Any of the teachers with negative attitudes? Have you come across um, people using derogatory names, like slander names, um, like Indian and stuff like that? And have you? Have you? No. Um, no. We well, were... that's good. <laughs> We were reading this book, and it takes place at the Grand Canyon, I think. I think. Um, and they were talking about the um, indigenous there, but in the book it said Indian. Yeah. So my teacher in grade four had to explain that's what they used to call indigenous people, Indians or savages, kind of. And, used, and call, like, they used... White or settlers used to call us like names yeah. like Indians. So she had to explain that. Yeah, she had to explain that. And she did explain it. That's good. Yeah. So overall, I guess it's there is a little bit of education there, but it's there, not anything really in depth, and there's nothing specific. Yeah. And you haven't covered anything on Métis people. No, like um, <laughs> <laughs> it's only about First Nations, um, not even a lot of Inuit, and um. When I did in, like, because this year we had to do an Arctic project, or I had to do an Arctic project with some of my fellow classmates, they had to, um, I had, I was like, I want to do culture and stuff, um, and I, and I researched everything I could about, like, um, Inuit and things like that, but yeah, and it was like... Every, they did like some in our in all of our presentations because we had to do the regions of Canada. Um, there were only like little like, and this is where this is what um First Nations groups are live here. <clears throat> blah blah blah. Okay, let's move on. Kind of thing. Yeah, very um, brief. Yeah, and it's like. And some of them actually didn't pronounce it right, and I had to, like, kind of... I was like, okay, Sam, don't stand up and yell. It's 
blah blah blah, like Ojibwe or wow. Anishinaabe. Yeah, so they couldn't pronounce the names. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I, that was this year or last year? Uh, this year. So grade five, I guess I can understand that. But um, did your teacher correct them on any of the pronunciation? No. Yeah, I didn't um, think so. No. I'm pretty sure she wouldn't know either. Um, well, that's good. I I I think that's um, I mean, that's a good understanding of kind of what's being taught in schools today. I don't I don't feel that it's anywhere near enough. Um, how do you, like you, how do you feel? I mean, you come home and you get all the teaching you can imagine, but, yeah. uh, and we're certainly a political household, so you oh, hear yeah. everything. <laughs> I hear a lot. <laughs> and, and your dad does a podcast, so, yay. <laughs> all about me, tea people. But, so how do you Nerd feel, alert. like, <laughs> how do you feel about when you go to school and, like, do you feel, uh, is it an open environment to talk about being Métis? Like, can you say, yeah, Métis and, or, well, you know, on my mom's side, I'm Slavey Dene. And do you feel open and comfortable to talk about that with your well, teachers, with I the school open, staff? I feel open and comfortable about talking about it, but I don't know if they know what it means. Yeah. Um, To be Métis. Yeah. Um, Or anything. Like, I can be, like, I can be open with my classmates and stuff, but, like, I still don't know if they know what it means. Or if, um, other, like, if, because it never really comes up. And a lot of people know my culture, um, but it's, like, it's more than just that. It's more than just a name or I identify as it. Like, it's more than that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, and there, even though I've tried and tried and tried to teach them about stuff, like, indigenous issues and stuff, they're still, like, so what does this mean? Even though I've said it a thousand times, um, and we were on, we were at Head Smashed in Buffalo Jump, and we are learning about how why we don't, or why Blackfoot didn't put faces on their dolls, or I think it was Blackfoot. I yep. can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they didn't put faces on their dolls, and I was like, I knew this answer. So she asked, and I, my hand shot up like, Mimi, please, please pick me. Like, I was like, almost, I almost stood up and jumped. Um, and she picked me, and I was like, because if you put a face. Um, spirits can possess it. It's easier for them to possess, like it's opening up a gateway. Right. And I, I didn't say possess. I meant I said like go into it at all. Right. Um, and my classmate, we came out, and my classmate was like, "What do you mean by in the doll?" And I'm like, "And what do you mean by spirits in the doll?" And I'm like. I just, I couldn't speak. I was like, oh my god. Because it's like, it's just, it's kind of like, it's hard to explain it. Like, you yeah. just kind of got to get it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's tough uh, when kids aren't raised with the understanding of, of spirituality yeah. that you, you have been. Yeah. So I think that's tough for them. Um, but I think there's a lot of adults that feel the same way where they don't understand it. 
No. Um, for me, it's a very you know the spiritual eye, the spiritual side of things is very. It makes a lot of sense to me, but yeah, okay, that whatever <laughs> to each their own, I suppose. Yeah. Um. So when you go to places like Head Smashed and Buffalo Jump, because you've been there a few times. Yeah. Before your you and your class went, it's awesome. And if you're in the area, please go. Yeah, actually, it's really it's cool. worth the trip. Like. And there's a lot of sage to be picked right in that area. Yeah, and it's like just you you free. just got to make sure you don't go into the national. Or the World Historic Site side of things yeah. and pick sage because it's a fifty thousand dollar fine then. Yeah, <laughs> but, don't so do that. Don't no. do that. That's no, expensive sage. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> but it's a very cool place. And so, do you find that your do you think your classmates are actually really paying attention? Is or is it those kinds of things that get their attention because there's things to see and and videos to watch and you know? Or is um, it? Do you think they would absorb that better than sitting in a classroom? I don't know. Um. It's hard to kind of, like, it's hard to know for sure because everyone has a different experience and mm. they learn differently, but... Um, Did they seem to enjoy it? Kinda. Yeah. Um, yeah, they don't really say anything. They're really quiet all the time. Mm. So it's kind of hard to know whether or not. Yeah. Well, and you guys are, in, I was in grade four when you went to there, right? Mm -hmm. So that's pretty young. Um, do you know of any plans for your class to go to, like, um, Blackfoot Crossing out at Siksika where they signed the treaty? I wish they would, but I don't think so. Hmm. Interesting. Well, we'll have to bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, kind of all I had for questions as far as the education that you're getting. Um. I don't worry too much about it simply because we do a lot of it here at home, obviously, with her mom being yeah. who she is and, and <laughs> me being who I am. Uh, do you? But do you feel, if you were non-Indigenous, and do you think what you're learning in school is adequate for what Canadians need to understand about Indigenous people if or I need was, to learn? If it was non-Indigenous? Well, no, like if for you, do yeah. you think it's adequate Um. for the what non-Indigenous are learning? I guess, kind of. Like, they need to be learning more. Like, our history or social studies or whatever needs to be focused on Indigenous because that is our history. We've been here for since time began. Um, right. So, honestly, they need to, like, they need to focus more on Indigenous and not white explorers. Very well said. Um... What is, one final thought, what is the one thing that you uh, wish they would have taught you already or wish they would have been focusing on or wish, or you hope that they focus on very soon? Well, I hope that they focus on residential schools really soon because it's about time <laughs> um, that we start learning these things. And I think they should also be teaching us, like, um, the system. 60s scoop in the past system and treaties and like mm. stuff that actually happened that we're not focusing on right now because like we still need like we need to learn these things early so that we can if we need to talk about them it's people know more about them mm -hmm. like how um like, they need to, like, kids really need to understand how residential school worked and, um, just, 
what happened to indigenous people in general. Yeah. Has any of your teachers brought up the word genocide? No. Ever? No, never. Hmm. So, so I would say there's a lot of work to be done yeah, on the education definitely. side, especially from elementary on. Yeah. Um, and it, it's going to be very interesting when we talk next week, when Jason and I talk about the university level stuff um, and some of the issues that they have there. Uh, so that's, yeah, that's all I had. Is there any last words, any final thoughts you got there, Samantha? Um, if, like, you're a Métis kid out there in the world, which I doubt anyone will be listening to this, but, or any kid will be listening to this. Yeah, we don't have a lot of kids listening. <laughs> yeah, um, but if you're a parent to a Métis kid, just tell, or an Indigenous kid for that matter, just tell them that, um, that... Like, if they're facing bullying or anything because of who they are, like, they need to tell a teacher and, like, just tell, like, tell their school that they need to be teaching these things. Okay. Well, and I think that's a good point, too. Yeah. I think uh, there is a lot of, of bullying and stuff out there for Indigenous kids, so, yeah. um, but that's, like, a whole... Other yeah, issue a whole we could talk other about. thing. Yeah, that's um, a that's a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah. There. So, well, I'm glad you came on. Thanks. Well, thank um, you for having me. Yeah, this was great. <laughs> so, I hope you guys. It gives you something to think about. This is what we're. This is she's going to a school that's within the Calgary area. So it relates to the Calgary Board of Education. It relates to the Rocky View education system. Um, but I don't. So I don't know what it's like in every province. And, uh, but I, I really want to, I'm glad that she came on and told us her perspective of what's going on in Alberta and in the Calgary area. I mean, where Calgary is a city of 1.3 million people and, you know, she's still not learning about Blackfoot people. She's not learning about, uh, the treaties. They haven't even started talking about things like that. So I'll be curious to see in the next few years what happens. Um, me too. I'm really curious. Yeah, and maybe, uh, you know, what we'll do is in a year from now, we'll kind of do an update and uh, see if the education's gotten any better. And who knows? Yeah. I hope it has, but who knows? Yeah. Um, but that's all I got. Uh, so that's all you got? I'm all good. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this. And until next time, uh, that's The it. jig is up. <laughs> ha. You are the spark that's starting a fire that will spread across this land. And it will be a fire that doesn't burn, but a fire that cleanses. A fire that ignites in our hearts and creates light. <laughs>